Yo, 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 what's going on? It is that time of year. Once again, it is time for some madness, and we're back with Tyler Haskins, 30 Forever. Today, we're going to get into the bracket, the full bracket, breaking down every single matchup to give you some advice at home on how you can pick your bracket, and we're going to crown a national champion and see if we're right. And you can send in your own suggestions, your own brackets as well, see what you guys are thinking at home. We're talk so first off, we're going to take a look at the west side of the bracket. Man, I'm liking the Zags. I really feel like Gonzaga is the best team in this field, in this tournament. There's no doubt. I don't think a 16 seed has a chance in this entire field. So right now, I'm going with the Zags over Georgia State. Big win to kick it off the right way. Then we get to the next matchup, the dreaded 8-9. You got two seeds close to each other. There's always some type of room for upset. It's always kind of 50-50. You never really know. I think Boise State is the stronger team. Memphis has got a legit chance to win this thing, but I just don't think they're going to come through. I really don't think they have all the tools that they need to get past Boise State. So I'm going number eight, Boise State. They will face the Zags in the round of 32. Next, dude, we got a strong UConn team this year. This is looking like one of them old UConn teams. They got a good big man under the hoop. I'm going UConn all the way. New Mexico State, no chance in that one. Next up, we got Arkansas and Vermont. Now, do not sleep on Vermont. Honestly, before this tournament, I didn't even know Vermont had a basketball team. I didn't even know Vermont had a college or a university, okay? But they won their conference championship as an automatic bid, so you got to give them some respect. But I just don't think it's going to be enough to get past the Razorbacks. I'm going Arkansas, number four. Let's do it. Now, number six, Bama. Bama is questionable because I'm just I'm not feeling them from a basketball standpoint this year, man. I'm not feeling it from a sports standpoint at all, man. Y'all boys, don't forget y'all just lost a national championship out here in the Midwest, okay? I can't, I can't let y'all forget that, all right? I, I know y'all lost your top receiver and everything, but you know what? That don't even matter. We're talking about basketball. It's okay. It's okay. Anyway, we still, at the time of this video, I'm waiting for a playoff game, a play-in game, excuse me, for Notre Dame versus Rutgers to see who Bama's even going to face in the first round. And honestly, I'm questionable because... Because I feel like if they face Notre Dame, they may get the job done. If they face Rutgers, they may not. But I think the safe, safe bet right here is to just roll tide. So, Bama, I'm going to give you guys a chance. Please don't let me down. I'm trying to believe in the tide right now. Because I know y'all let a whole lot of people down in Indianapolis. But we're not, we're not going to touch them. <laughs> anyway, Texas Tech and Montana State, I think this is an easy one. I think the Red Raiders are going to roll pretty far in this tournament. Uh, so I'm picking Texas Tech, easily over Montana State. Michigan State and Davidson. Now, this is a good one right here. This is going to be a really good matchup. Davidson is pretty slow officially. They, they're not in a rush to score points, to score the ball when they got the ball in their possession. But when they score, they score. And I think, and watching Michigan State, I just think they're a little too inconsistent this season. And I love Davidson. Davidson was my first ever offer, and I got to give the Wildcats some love. I was once a Wildcat. I'm always a Wildcat. So uh, I got to go with Davidson right here over Michigan State. Not a huge fan of Sparty, by the way, either. So you know how that one goes. Duke and CSU Fullerton. This is an easy win for Duke. I think they take care of business. And uh, we got around to 32 now for the West region. So now as we take a look at the Zags and Boise State, again, I just feel like Gonzaga is the best team in this field overall. I think it's no doubt they take care of business. Zags move on to the Sweet 16. Now, UConn-Arkansas, this 5-4 matchup is always a little bit questionable, just, just a little bit, because 
you got another seed similar to like the 8-9 where everything's just right there close together. It's kind of like a 50-50 matchup. This one could go either way. And as I said, we got a really good UConn team this year. But I think Arkansas can get it done. They got in a little bit of trouble in the season, but I think they can get it done. I'm going with the Razorbacks right here. They will advance to the Sweet 16. Bama and Texas Tech. Again, I can't believe in Bama a whole lot this year. I think they get past the first round, but they can't exit the round of 32. Texas Tech gets the win right here. Davidson and Duke. Now, this is an interesting one because Duke's got a good team, man. I mean, it's Duke basketball. How could you not? It runs in the history. It runs in the blue blood of the Blue Devils, right? But um, Duke not coming through in big games, man. I mean, they lost Coach K's farewell. How do you lose Coach K's last game at Cameron Indoor? His very last. You know how the tickets were five grand. You know how many people came through there expecting to see a butt whooping? And, and Duke got the ass whooping instead by UNC? Chapel Hill? 28, 30 minutes down the road? I can't go with Duke, man. I'm sorry. I can't do it. They're not coming through in the big game. Duke lost Coach K's farewell. They lost the ACC championship against Virginia Tech. I, I'm going with Davidson. I'm rolling with Davidson. I think Davidson is a bit of a sleeper team and inside of the bracket that can come through and show some upsets. They're going to catch momentum by beating Michigan State in the first round, carry it on and beat Duke as well, and they're going to find themselves in the Sweet 16. Mark my words. Just wait. Now, as we go on getting ready for the Elite Eight here, again, Zags and Arkansas, this by far is going to be the hardest matchup, or at least one of the hardest matchups that Gonzaga is going to see so far throughout this tournament, or at least so far through here when you talk about Georgia State, Boise State, all that. Arkansas is going to be a very good team from the face. But I think they still get it done. They find themselves in the Elite Eight pretty easily, but Arkansas will give them a run for their money. I really see that happening. Texas Tech and Davidson, I feel like, you know, the Cinderella story for, for Davidson kind of ends right here at this point. Texas Tech has got too good of a team this year, and I think they are going to head to the Elite Eight pretty easily. Now, Zags and Texas Tech, we got a really good matchup on our hands right here. And honestly, this is one that maybe could go either way, but I still got to roll with the Zags, man. I, I, I like what, what Mark Few and them doing up there in Washington. I think the Zags are going to find their way to the Final Four and get down to New Orleans. All right, now we're going to take a look at the east part of the bracket. Starting off, the defending champ, Baylor Golden Bears. Taking on Norfolk State. Shout out Norfolk, Virginia. Going back home. They're not DMV, though. You know what DMV is for y'all who are part of it. But Baylor, I think they get the job done. Like I said, I don't see no 16 seeds really pulling no upsets in this tournament overall this year. So I'm going Baylor to take care of business. First step towards defending that championship. UNC and Marquette. I think UNC has got a really good team this year. And I think they caught some fire late in the season. This is an 8-9 matchup that I think is a little bit of a no-brainer. I'm not really giving Marquette a whole lot of a chance here. So I think I'm going UNC all the way. I think UNC has a chance to run a little deep in this tournament, and we'll touch on that in a second. St. Mary's and Indiana. Now, Indiana won their playing game. They beat Wyoming, and they found themselves away into the tournament, into the first four, and they're going to take on St. Mary's in the first round. I think St. Mary's is a really good team. These dudes upset Gonzaga, the, the number one team in this field, in my opinion. So I think St. Mary's has a really good shot to go deep in this tournament. 5-12 is always a dreaded matchup. We see a lot of upsets with that in the first round, but I'm going to take St. Mary's to take care of business against Indiana. Sorry, who's just 
Ken Roach, and you had your fun already. UCLA and Akron. UCLA's got a really good team. This is a bit of a no-brainer right here for me. I think UCLA gets the job done right here. Texas and Virginia Tech. Now, this is a huge, huge chance for upset right here by number 11, Virginia Tech. I mean, you can't sleep on these guys. Again, they won the ACC championship, got their automatic bid into the tournament, and I think they're on upset alert. I will be watching this game live at the Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee on Friday, and I'm thinking the hometown Hokies going to get it done. So I'm going with Virginia Tech. Purdue and Yale. I'll be checking out this game as well. I get to see the Boilermakers go against the Bulldogs in Milwaukee this Friday as well. I think Purdue gets it done. I, I just feel like Yale really got a chance. I mean, the, the big dudes down there, Zach Eady, he, he the troop down there under the hoop. So I'm going with Purdue. Murray State and San Fran. This is an interesting one. Murray State is 30-2. Now, they have won a lot of games, man. But I keep hearing stuff about this San Francisco team. And I feel like I, I feel like I'm going. This is another 7-10 matchup that I feel like the 10th seed is going to take care of business. I keep hearing things about this San Fran team. I done heard that they defend real well and they defend real well against three-point shooting. I'm going with San Fran. I think they're going to take care of business. Kentucky and St. Peter's, I didn't even know what the hell St. Peter's was. Like, I, I, had to, I had to ask my, my good friend what the hell St. Peter's was before this thing even started. They got selected. I've never even heard of the place. I don't even know where it is. Kentucky, rolling easy with this one. Now, Baylor and UNC. This is where things get interesting, in my opinion. I'm going with UNC. I say the defending champs make an early exit in the round of 32, a number one seed. I'm going with UNC. Because I just don't think Baylor's that good. They didn't caught themselves in a lot of close, tight games towards the, the end of games this season and have not been able to come through in enough of them, in my opinion. So I don't think they're going to move on. I think the Tar Heels take care of business right there. St. Mary's and UCLA. UCLA's got a really good team, man. A really good team this year. But I think St. Mary's, St. Mary's got something to prove. They got something to prove. They, they honestly probably believe that they should be higher. I mean, with having a chance at, you know, the, the West Coast Conference going against Gonzaga, beating Gonzaga in the regular season, I think they beat UCLA here. This is another 5-4 matchup that's tough to pick. But I'm going to go with St. Mary's right here. Virginia Tech and Purdue. I think the Cinderella story ends pretty quick for Virginia Tech. Don't give them a whole lot of momentum after that. I think Purdue is going to get the job done against the Hokies. San Fran and Kentucky. As much as I hyped up San Fran in the first round, I think Kentucky gets the win right here. Now, as we go to the Sweet 16 for this end of the bracket, you got a three, you got a two, but you look up here, you don't see no one or a four. So, so I'm really thinking upsets in this side of the bracket. I just don't think the way this side of the bracket has been seeded, you got your top teams in Baylor and UCLA. I just don't know if they should have been seeded that high, to be honest with you. And that's, that's talking about the defending champs right there, too. But it's March, it's madness, and upsets happen. I think we're going to see a lot of them. Now, UNC and St. Mary's. I told you, St. Mary's got something to prove. They got a lot to prove. But I got to roll with the Tar Heels, man. I got to. I got to roll with UNC because they, they're going to get hot. They're going to get hot after beating the defending national champions. They, they're going to be rolling. They're going to go. And they're going to go right to the Elite Eight. So I'm taking them. Purdue, 
This is where y'all turn into Perdon down in West Lafayette. Okay, Kentucky's gonna beat y'all heads, man. I'm sorry. No chance. I guess the Wildcats right there. Now, this is gonna be a very interesting matchup. Very fun one at that. UNC, I know I've been riding high on you this whole time throughout this side of the bracket, but I think it stops right here. Kentucky, I believe, is the best team in this side of the bracket by far. Even if it was Kentucky and Baylor made it this far, I still would have Kentucky going. I think Kentucky makes it out of this part of the bracket to the Final Four with ease. They got a solid team, a lot to prove after having an off year last year. So I think Kentucky finds a way in the Final Four. We'll be facing off against the number one Zags. Now, we go over here to the south side of the bracket. Arizona, this matchup is still pending right now with another playing game tonight with Wright State versus Bryant. I don't think it matters. Arizona, Wildcats 31-3. They're a good team, man. I'm going with Zona. Zona going to take care of business. I told you, ain't no 16 seeds winning. Ain't, ain't no UMBC type action in this tournament. Shout out to UMBC, man. We, did, we didn't forget y'all. We know y'all beat UVA. We, we didn't forget that. Seton Hall and TCU. This is TCU's second appearance in the NCAA tournament in this century, right? So we're talking back to 2000. In 22 years, this is their second appearance. <laughs> They're going to make the most of it. And I don't like Seton Hall. Because my ex went to Seton Hall. And she went to the season opening basketball game. And I think y'all know how that ended. We're not going to touch on that no more. So we're going with TCU. Give me a minute. Sorry. Anyway, Houston and UAB, another 5 12 matchup. Houston got some dogs down there, man. I mean, this team was in the Final Four last year. They got some dogs down at H Town. I'm rolling with the number five, Houston Cougars. Take care of business there against the Blazers. Illinois and Chattanooga. This is an easy one right here for me. I think Illinois takes care of business. Kofi Coburn down underneath. It's just unstoppable, man. I mean, the big man has got it going on. They got some good outside perimeter shooting with Trent Frazier. I think they're going to take care of business. I can see Illinois going pretty far in this tournament. Colorado State and Michigan. Here's a 6-11 matchup that has the highest chance of an upset for the first round this weekend because Colorado State should not be six. And I think they're just happy to be there. And Michigan, Michigan was the number one seed last year. They were number one seed, projected to get to the Final Four, and didn't make it there. So Michigan has a lot to prove. And Michigan hasn't had the season that they wanted to. You got Jawan Howard out here punching coaches after the game, trying to shake hands with Wisconsin. He punching people and getting suspended. They got some stuff to prove. I'm going with the Wolverines here. I'm not a fan of Maze and Blue. I hate it. But I'm going with the Wolverines. I think, I think Michigan takes care of business, okay? Michigan, or whatever you guys call yourself. Tennessee and Longwood. I got, I got to give a shout out to Longwood, okay? Because that's out in Farmville, down my pops at, down in the middle of nowhere in country Virginia. So I got I to gotta give a shout out to the Lancers and my homies that go down there to Longwood. Props to y'all for getting into the tournament. But I think y'all just happy to be there, man. Tennessee got way too good of a team. I'm going with the balls. And I think the balls going to go pretty far in this one. We'll check that out in a sec. Ohio State and Loyola Chicago. Sister Jean. That woman is just invincible, ain't she? She's not going nowhere. 
She's going to live forever. She's she going to live to, if, if she's not 102 yet, she's going to live to 102 and then die. Like the city of Detroit. Shout out Deadpool for that. Anyway, Loyola, Chicago. I like Loyola, man. I, I like I like their colors. They just got some spirit. You know what I'm saying? They, they got heart down there, down in Rogers Park. And they're right next to Canes. And I love Canes. Not, they're not as good as Zaxby's. Zaxby's is so much better, okay? For all, all y'all Southerners down there, you know what I'm talking about. But I love Canes. And I love Loyola. And I hate Ohio State. So this one's easy. We're going with Loyola, man. Come on. We're going with Loyola. Let me remind you, this is the same Ohio State team that got bounced by number 15, Oral Roberts, in the first round last year. We can't pick Ohio State. Suck eyes, come on. <laughs> Crazy. Villanova and Delaware. Villanova wins this one easily. I think Villanova makes a deep run in this tournament. They got a really good team. Jay Wright's teams, they always putting out good uh good results each year. He's a hell of a coach, so I think they're gonna go pretty far. Now let's get to the round of 32 for this bracket. Zona and TCU. Again, I think Zona takes care of business here and makes a bit of a run. We'll see what happens in the next round, though, with this one. Houston and Illinois. Now, this one, I went back and forth with this one multiple times. Because I was like, yes, Houston's winning this. They, they felt like they should have been into the, cha the championship last year. They should have beat Baylor. And they, they should be going far in this tournament. I mean, honestly, on paper, some people will put Houston over Zona, who's the number one seed. But I don't know how they're going to stop Kofi, man. Kofi's a, Kofi's a big man. He's a strong man under that hoop down in Champaign. And I think Illinois gets this one done. I really do. I mean, I, I done watched these boys. I done seen them live this year playing against Northwestern. Y'all should have lost that game, but, you know, it's all right. But Illinois got a squad, man. They do got a squad. I think they're going to go far. Michigan and Tennessee, I think it ends for Michigan in this round right here. Because the Tennessee Volunteers are going to volunteer to kick some ass. So I'm going with Tennessee. Then we get into Villanova and Loyola. Sister Jean, I love you. I love you. God bless you. But God ain't going to bless you enough to get past round of 32, my, my sister. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Villanova takes care of this one. Alright. Now, and that this looks like a traditional sweet 16 in the bracket. You know what I'm saying? Because you got the top four seeds. One versus four, three versus two. This looks like what, what majority of the country is going to pick, right? But this is where it gets interesting. This is where we're going to shake things up. Because Illinois versus Arizona. I told you, I think Illinois is very good. I told you that Illinois has got a big man by the name of Kofi Coburn who cannot be stopped. I'm, I'm just saying right now, it's, it's hard to stop. He can't be stopped. He just can't. And he's going to be too much for Arizona. And the Wildcats are going to exit in the Sweet 16. Illinois is going to win that. And now we've seen not one but two number one seeds exiting earlier this tournament. Tennessee and Villanova. This, this could be a matchup for the ages right here in the Sweet 16 round. Because these are really good teams right here. Really good. And we talked about Villanova. Jay Wright's teams are always very well run, very well coached. But I think we get an upset here. And I don't even know if I call it an upset because they're just, they're so close in seeding. They're so close in 
you know, records and stats and everything, but the Steven shows it, it'd be a three over a two, and I'm calling the upset. I'd say Tennessee gets this one done against Villanova. Illinois and Tennessee. I told you, Kofi's unstoppable. Ain't nobody stopping. Except the balls. I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna go big on this one and go in on the volunteers and say Tennessee finds their way into the final four. We'll get to who they're gonna play in a minute. Now, let's take a trip out to the good old Midwest to see the Midwest side of the bracket. Kansas and Texas Southern. Now, if, if Texas wasn't in this name of this school, I wouldn't know where this school was. I would think it was Southern University, but that's just a completely different school. My point is, I don't know where the hell Texas Southern is, other than the fact that it's in Texas because it has the name Texas in it, okay? So this is, this is a little similar like, like St. Peter's in Kentucky. How the hell am I going to pick? Y'all don't even know where you are. I never even heard of it. Kansas wins this one easy, man. Stop playing with me. Come on. Jayhawks, let's roll. San Diego State and Creighton. Now, Creighton, Creighton got good teams. Creighton won them teams in the Big East every year that just, just sneak up on you. They be taking care of business. But I got to roll with the Aztecs. I feel like San Diego State got a good team. I think they're going to roll with this one. Iowa and Richmond. Shout out to Richmond Spiders for going and winning their conference championship and getting back into the tournament. And shout out back home. But Richmond, I'm sorry. All my Richmond homies, y'all not DMV, man. You know that's Nova only. Stop it. Stop. But I'm proud of you. You got to the tournament. But it's not going to be enough. Because them boys in Iowa City, they can ball. That's why they won the Big Ten Championship. And they can roll. So I'm going with the Hawkeyes. Now, Providence and South Coast. This is an interesting one. And I think with all the time I'm taking and the level of my voice, I think you know I'm going with this. We're going to have ourselves a 4 13 upset. South Dakota State is going to win this game. This team has won 21 straight games to close out the season. They're hot, they're rolling, and they're going to continue to roll all over the Providence Friars. South Dakota State wins this game. LSU with Iowa State. I think this one's pretty easy. I had to roll with the LSU Tigers. Not a whole lot to say about that one. I just like, I like purple and gold. We're going to pick my colors for this one. Let's just say for the hell of it. Let's go with our colors. I'm going with LSU. All right. Wisconsin and Colgate. The Badgers. The Badgers of Wisconsin. Shout out Madison. I love it. I love it. Let me tell you something. How, how the hell you win the, the Big Ten Conference? Because they, they were conference champions. They, they didn't win the tournament. You know why? Because they got bounced in the very first game that they played of the tournament by Michigan State. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, Wisconsin won. Johnny Davis and Brad Davis and all, all this. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're the team out in the Midwest. We're, we're such joy up here in Madison. And you lost in the first round. So that tells me, okay, you know how to lose in the first round. 
So you're not going to break a bad habit. And you're going to do the same thing again. And you're going to lose in the first round to 14 Colgate. And I don't even know where Colgate is, but I'm still picking them to win. Wisconsin loses with a huge first round upset by number 14 Colgate. All right, USC and Miami. Now, Miami won about 18 of the last 24 games, right? And that, that's nothing to really get hugely overly excited about. But the games that they lost, and those six they lost, they were, they were pretty tight. They were pretty close games, and a lot of them were lost by uh, five, five points. They, they were really close. So I think Miami gets it done. I think we see another 10-7 upset here against USC. I think Miami moves on to the round of 32. Auburn and Jacksonville State, this is kind of no ready. Auburn, you fell off a little bit. I am going to say that. I will acknowledge that you fell off a little bit throughout the season because y'all were rolling high. You had no losses. You lost the one to Arkansas because you were still doing good, but you fell off a little bit throughout the season. That's why you're a two seed, not a one. However, Jacksonville State, 215. I got to roll with Auburn. This is no brainer right here. All right. Kansas and San Diego State. Easily. I think the Jayhawks get it done. I think Kansas is a really good team this year. They've had some upsets. They had some, some ups and downs, but I think they're a really good team. They're, they're, they're accustomed to March Madness. They, they know this tournament very well. They've been around. They won it. They, they know how to operate throughout this. They're going to take care of business. Iowa and San... Or, I'm sorry. South Dakota State. <laughs> San Diego. They already got eliminated. What am I talking about? Iowa and South Dakota State. And I told you this team won 21 straight games. And after they thump Providence, that'll be 22. And I told you these boys in Iowa City, they can ball. That's why the Hawkeyes won the Big Ten Championship. But guess what? After this one, South Dakota State will have 22 straight. I'm sorry, 23. Because I'll beat number five out. I'm calling it an upset for a 13 seed to go to the Sweet 16. And yes, I'm Tyler Haskins and I approve this message. Number 13, South Dakota State, faces number one, Kansas, in the Sweet 16. Mark my words. LSU and Colgate. Colgate, I think the Cinderella story ends right here. You get past Wisconsin, it's great, but I just don't think it's enough to get past the Tigers of LSU. Auburn and Miami, again, Miami, strong win against USC to, to kick off the tournament, but I don't think it's enough to get past Auburn. Auburn rolls on and faces SEC rival LSU in the Sweet 16. Kansas and South Dakota State. I told you at this point that they would have had 23 straight wins to get here. You know what comes after 23? 24. But South Dakota State's not getting it. I'm messing with y'all. Kansas wins it easily, okay? I, I'm, I'm sorry. The, the train runs out for South Dakota State, okay? We, we can't keep rooting for them no more. We can't keep bouncing for them. It's, you're not going to beat the number one Kansas. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. LSU and Auburn. This is going to be a good matchup. 
It's going to be a very good matchup between rivals, between two good teams down south. But I think Auburn finds their fire. They're going to they're find a way throughout this tournament to prove to people why they should be number one seed, why they were here in the first place, why they should have stayed the best or one of the top teams throughout the season. So I think Auburn takes care of this one. Gets themselves into the Elite Eight. But when we come down to Kansas and Auburn, I just can't root against Kansas, man. I really can't. I think overall on this side of the bracket, they're the best team. Overall, I think they're one of the best teams in this entire 64 team field. So I'm rolling with Kansas. I think they get to the Final Four. Now, we got the Final Four teams that are headed down to New Orleans. The stage is set. You got Gonzaga Bulldogs facing off Kentucky Wildcats. And you got the Tennessee Volunteers facing off the Kansas Jayhawks. This is tough. This is really tough. You got some good matchups here. And I feel like you, you barely ever see like a true one versus one matchup in the championship because there's always some type of upset. It, it doesn't happen a lot. And especially a lot of people like to pick you know, one Gonzaga and one Baylor, one Kansas, one Arizona, because everyone wants to pick the one seeds. They're one seeds for a reason, right? They're the best teams. But it doesn't always work like that. It's, it's madness. It's March Madness. You know it don't work like that. But I'm still going to pick two number one seeds to go to the championship because I think Gonzaga is the better team versus Kentucky. And I also feel while Tennessee's got a great defense, and they can shut him down, that Kansas is going to prevail. And I, I think this will be a tight one. I really do think this will be a tight game. But I think Kansas will take care of business and find themselves in the championship. Now, championship time. Gonzaga versus Kansas. Heck of a matchup. But I will say, I don't know if this one is going to be as close as people may think it will be. I always roll on the Zags, man. I always roll on Gonzaga. Because every year I feel like they're like the best team. And they're always my champion in my brackets. But somehow they always find a way to let me down, too. Like, like they never get all the way, or they do get all the way, and they lose. I mean, last time I picked them to go all the way, they made it to the championship, and they lost. So I don't know if I could do that again. But I, sometimes I don't learn well. <laughs> I don't. And just like Wisconsin who likes to lose in the first round and doesn't break bad habits, I'm not either. Number one Gonzaga is gonna cut down the nets in New Orleans to win the national championship. And as I said, I think they're the best team in this 60-14 field. And they're going to find a way. Because they're going to have some tough matchups. Arkansas is going to be tough. Texas Tech will be even tougher. Kentucky will be even tougher. Kansas may be one of the toughest of them all. They got a hard road, but they know it and they're prepared. They got a solid team. I think they're good all around, man. I can't, I can't not pick them. I can't pick against them. Gonzaga is going to be your 2022 national champion. Now, it's March Madness, y'all. Obviously, I've probably got about, you know what, I'm confident in this. I think this is 100% correct. I'm not, I'm not even going to doubt myself. This is 100%. This is exactly how everything's going to go. 
And if you got something else to say about it or something different, you're wrong. You're wrong. But still, I, I, I would love like, your suggestions and, you know, y'all send in your own opinions and everything. But you're wrong. Because this is how it looks. This is how it's going to look. And somebody's going to get paid. And it's going to be me. Because I'm going to have the best bracket in America. Mark my word. But there you have it, man. That's the madness. And Gonzaga is your national champion.